All right, and we back with the last half of the first round mock drafts we made. Didn't plan on splitting in half first time, but then we realized we were 26 minutes in with rushing the first 16 picks. So we got the second half. Um, sorry, pull mine up here. I'm prepared. So the 17th pick of the draft, the New York sometimes football giants. Um, you know, they need a lot of help. They uh, need a new GM because their GM thinks that Eli Manning is a good quarterback, but that's not the point. We'll start off here. Jake Harris is volume on his computer on, and he's struggling right now. We will start off here with pick 17. I'll the, start off. Oh, Herman started off. All, All right. right. All right, you go first. Uh, with pick 17, the New York Giants select uh, Farrell. Mm. Cleaning, Cleveland. Cleveland. Cleveland? DM from yeah, the uh, rush. Clemson. From the Clemson. Who'd you yes. have them t- tell them who you had them taking at your f- their first Giants pick? So they can kind of. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, my first Giants pick, I had them taking Jawan Taylor. So they have tackle on the edge? Yep. So I think here is. So who do you have them taking at this pick? I'm taking Brian Burns with the QB and Ed. And who do you have with their first pick? Uh, Dwayne Haskins. Ah, okay. So we have a little different. So I have Cody Ford. So me and her both had them addressing the O tackle and the D end. Uh, but I might just flip flopped on Burns at six forward here. Jake had him taking the QB and the O tackle. Um, no, wait, wait, wait. Uh, QB edge. Uh, who'd you say here? Brian Burns? Yeah. Yeah. And then you have the QB, uh, the Q, O tackle edge. So, man, I don't think kind of like what I'm getting at is the Giants, they need like three, two main positions and maybe a third in QB in this draft, I think is kind of like what you're seeing in a lot of mocks. And uh, we kind of talked about how they could potentially trade up and whatnot, too. So, I think it's more of a where they see the fit, I guess, or where they see the draft going. But, uh, yeah, I just thought I'd kind of say that instead of going through it because it's probably yeah. summarizes it better, I guess you could say. Um, and like we said, this is the 17th through 32. So go check out our uh, 1 through 16. They'll be posted on the same day, but depending on when you listen to them, obviously. All right, pick 18, her and the Minnesota Vikings. All right, I have the Minnesota Vikings selecting Chris Lindstrom, uh, inside offensive lineman from Boston College. I think he's a great player. Honestly, he kind of looks to me like he could if he had to play on the outside. He's 6'4", so he's pretty big. Uh, but did I think they, he's going to be – what? Did they lose anyone, their O-line? Yes. I don't remember how their O-line looked. But it's what they, I think that's what they need to upgrade, obviously, yeah. Yes, they need to upgrade their O-line mm-hmm. to protect the quarterback. But that's what I think they'll pick. Mm-hmm. They need – you know, and he's, uh, I think, want to say one or two highest ranked. Offensive lineman in the class, so yeah, there, there's a good core, I'd say, core group there. You couldn't go wrong with. Yeah, who'd you have taken, Jacob? Uh, I took, uh, I have him taking Cody Ford, meaning first time play inside and out. So I mean, Minnesota Viking needs to really work on that deep offensive line. Yeah, I'm taking Garrett Bradbury, who I think Herm had taken. I think the Panthers, Panthers, Panthers you said. Yeah. So we all we all have the Vikings taking. Uh, potential guard, and then Jake here has the Cody Ford who can't play the tackle, but I think Ford will move into the guard spot. Uh, well, I don't know. He might play both in the Giants, but I think he will eventually in his career play the guard because he's not like – he's pretty big, but I don't think he's – I think he's built more uh, as an insider guy, inside O-line guy. So pick 19 is the Titans. I think I just want to say this is probably where it gets kind of – I want to say like it was hard for me to like mock these picks, I think. Because I think the top picks, we kind of know like, what the teams need really, really bad. But like the Titans person, I can really find a need, a super bad need. So you can start off where you got yeah, it. Yeah, I am picking DK Metcalf. I'm falling 
down to 19. They need a little help. I mean, what? Who are their main receivers? I mean, they have Corey Davis, Toron yeah. Taylor. I mean, they're they have good like, guys, but did they just get they got Adam Humphries. Yeah, yeah, they the really need, They really need like a game changer out there. Yeah, I think like who do you have them taking here? I have them taking Garrett Bradbury. Oh, okay, it's a little different. So I guess we can go first. I have them taking Nikhil Harry. You have Metcalf. Yeah. So I kind of agree with you. I think that I think Corey Davis is a very very good receiver, but I do not think he's a true one. He kind of reminds me of like. I want to say like a Stephon Diggs or like an Emmanuel Sanders type player, like a like can take the reign of a one, but they really need that other guy to really help them. Um, but I guess why would you have them taking O line? I guess compared to a receiver, um, O line. Um, I mean, they're just kind of getting older. He'd be basically a best uh, a best available pick, which I see him right there. The yeah, he's he's a stud. O-line. He's a really really good O lineman. I see a lot of mocks having him, like the Broncos taking him at ten. Or even like the Giants getting him at six. Like, I think he's a stud. I think I don't really look much into their O line, I guess, but I think, yeah, I mean, th- that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it gets hard here because, like, you would think they would take a receiver because, I mean, they wasted a, not wasted a fourth, a fourth overall pick on Corey Davis, but they invested really highly in him. And they obviously got Adam Humphrey, so maybe they do lean O line compared to receiver. But pick 20, Hearn, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm taking AJ Brown. I think he's a good receiver. Uh, I was up in the air on this one between. They gotta feel some holes, basically. Uh, yeah. Both the Browns, right? I was up. Yeah, I was up in the air between AJ Brown and Marquise Brown, and I don't know with Marquise being yeah, related. I can, I can kind of add Marquise Brown. Yeah. So basically, yeah. Uh, so basically, yeah. what we were talking about was, so obviously Juju plays the slot or has played the slot in his career with AB. And there's been some concerns, I guess more like fantasy research concerns, as to he did not he's, he has not played good on the outside receiver, um, like fantasy like fantasy production. But like, I mean, I think I think he'll play fine on the outside. But I don't know if that's really going to shy them away because they have James Washington who will play the outside because he's that burner receiver. So you haven't taken AJ Brown, who is a true number one receiver, like six foot two or three. Oh uh, yeah, he's just a, he's a big boy. I know he's a big boy. He uh, he's. Six foot and a half. Yeah, so like, but he, he plays like a true one. He plays like a like a Devin Funches type or like a like a Larry Fitz type receiver, yeah. like a big, big receiver. So I'm taking Marquise Brown personally because I think if it comes down to because I have AJ Brown here in a bit, Marquise Brown, AJ Brown, I think they're going to take the better receiver in Marquise Brown. But that's what I was getting at with yeah. Marquise. He's related to Antonio. That'd be funny. I don't know if they still have. Bad feelings with Antonio, I don't, I don't, or yeah. if they think it might be in him, but that's why I don't think that they would draft him. So that's why you know, be sweet. him going with AJ. Hey, wait, Jake, you're talking about yours, and I'll all right, yeah. I chose uh, Nikhil Harry, um, from uh, Arizona State. I feel like they're kind of on the same lines, yeah, yeah. I, well, they need help at receiver, but I mean, he's not necessarily the biggest outside threat. I feel like the Steelers could focus more on hitting the middle of the field, and that's where they'll open up their outside pass. Passing game with them so concentrated inside that they won't. Go Harry, out. Harry can play the outside. He's really he can play all over. Oh, okay. I thought AJ Brown wore number eighty or something. He wears number one. Let yeah. me see. That'd be funny if he took over eighty four and had Brown on the last name of it. Um, yeah, I think I think they're going to go receiver here. Um, they took a safety who played pretty well last year in the first the first round, which is kind of a surprise. Their linebacking core is really good. Their O line is the best in the league and will continue to be maybe because Broncos have a best O line coach now. But uh, I think. I don't think they should desperately get a receiver because I think that'll show like 
like I want to say like weakness, I guess the whole Antonio Brown thing. But I think they should, if like Nikhil Harry, Marquise Brown, and AJ Brown there, I think they should lock him up and just take him and add another franchise piece for the Juju. Uh, pick twenty one. Uh, started off from the Seattle Seahawks. This one's probably gonna be a little different for all of us. Like until I have Nazir uh, Adderley, the safety. the safety from Delaware. Uh, uh, they really need some help in the back. In the back, they got Earl Thomas. That's about it. Yeah, they lost Cam Chancellor a while back, and yeah, their their secondary is they were really good. And now they're they're getting bad. better though. They, they have the Griffin help, brother. So, yeah. yeah, so that's why I got him. Yeah, he's a stud. He's been. Uh, people are really, really like inv- investing in him. He, apparently, I think he can play linebacker too. But yeah, he's pretty big. I yeah, think. I think he's, he's kind of on the, like Griffin lines. Yeah, he's like two hundred and five pounds. Yeah, so he, he play like a versatile. Safety. He could probably play like a nickel mm-hmm. or something like Who that. Who do you got, so. Jake? Here, the Seahawks taking. Yep, I got Seahawks taking Christian uh, Wilkins. Um, help Frank Clark. Uh, if you can get more pass rush on guys, then that secondary gets a bunch of help. Even though they're very weak right now, I feel like they take best available, which is. Wilkins. Yeah, so this one, mine's a little different. I have uh, Jakar Polite from Florida, the edge rusher. The beginning of the offseason, he was uh, very highly, uh, like, uh, mocked or, like, big boarded, I guess you could call it. Um, And then he kind of fell off. But I really – he kind of, like, along the lines of uh, Burns, I really think these two can stick out as the immediate impact players. They're both super athletic, kind of on the smaller end, but he's, like, very, very quick. And I think, I don't because I mean, Griffin played a little bit last year. I know he started game one, but I think if you could get Polite and Griffin off the edge, I think that'd be a really good combo for kind of like a, I don't know, I think he just kind of fits that Seattle, like, football type, I guess. I don't, I just kind of like him there. But um, Seattle cool. 21, the Ravens at 22. Who do you got going there? I got Marquise Brown going to the Ravens. I really like this combo with him and Lamar Jackson. I think they work great together. Yeah, they really need to find a receiver that fits that, and whatever that I is. I think he does. Uh-huh. Uh, I just feel like in my head, you know, Marquise playing with Baker and um, Kyler Murray, you know, they have that running gun, you know, get out of the pocket, throw. Yeah, and he can and, definitely like run and the And Lamar does that. So, and I think he, what I'm trying to get at is, I think Marquise knows the scramble game and knows what to do when the quarterback's scrambling. So I think that'll overall be good for the Ravens. For the Ravens, I have uh, Hakeem Butler going to the Ravens. I feel like he'll just definitely help Lamar Jackson out. He's a big target. Lamar likes to run, and obviously at Iowa State, they did a bunch of rollouts and stuff like that, just little things. Yeah, I think I, we have an all-receivers here. I have A.J. Brown. Um it's kind of funny. The two teams, like the Ravens and Steelers, both in division, I think, are getting mocked a lot, a lot of receivers. Um, I like the Keem Butler. I just personally know what to happen because I don't yeah. think I don't think a receiver really is going to impact the Ravens. I, I don't I don't see Lamar Jackson becoming a passer really anytime soon. Maybe in like two or three years. But I have AJ Brown. Um, I just think they'll take best available, and obviously that's the last receiver that I have in the last in the first round. So I think he'll be the last one to go there. The Houston Texans. Who do you got, Herm? 23. I have them taking Jonah Williams, mm-hmm. offensive tackle, Alabama. They definitely need that help. Yep. Uh, who do you got, Jacob? I mean, yeah, uh, <laughs> I got Jonah Williams, too, a tackle from Alabama. They definitely need help up front. They can't. I mean, yeah, they just need help up front. Yeah, I got him taking uh, Andre Dillard, actually. I have Williams later, but Dillard's a beast. He's huge. Um, there's been a lot of, like, Oh, I can't think of Dwayne Brown, who played for the Texans comparisons because he's just a big boy. 
And the Texans obviously need help. Uh, Watson, I think, was one of the top three, like, rushed or, like, under-pressured QBs, and they were still good. And Watson's a stud, so I think it's a no-brainer for the Texans to go O-tackle there. And then we get into the two Raiders picks, the first one here, then one a little bit later. What do you think they addressed here, the 24th pick? Okay, Hearn. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Not paying attention? Yes. Um, the Raiders, I got them taking Joshua Jacobs running back. Uh, they just need a little bit of help there, I think. So. Yeah, I mean, they got a. Uh, they have three picks. I mean. Crowell. I want to say, yeah, they got Crowell. They kind of, I think, feel like a. Got some more in the back there. Yeah, I mean, because Marshawn Lynch hasn't signed back. I don't know if he will. But they have. Um, Jalen Richard, who is the PPR back, the catching back. They're not going to change that. But who do you got? I'm taking J.K. I got him taking Joshua Jacobs, too. I feel like he's going to be a playmaker on the ground that helps the passing game and playing action. Yeah, I got the, the hat trick here. I also have Jacobs. Uh, the, I think he really is the only – I mean, as much as I want Dave Montgomery or, like, Devin Singletary to fall in that first round, I think the only way Jacobs goes in the first round is at this pick right here. I was thinking Eagles before, but now they got Jordan Howard, who I think they will extend um, with uh, – over the Josh Adams, the rookie last year. So I think, I think I, if the only way I think Jacobs goes is this pick right here. Um, so obviously I have him going there because I think he's worthy of a first round talent. Um, the Eagles pick, kind of a, kind of like the Titans pick. I kind of say like, I don't really know what they need, so I just kind of went off what the the website listed as best available. Who do you got going? I got him going with Dalton Risner, uh, offensive inside. He plays. He plays inside too. Yes. Uh, O-lineman from Kansas State. Yeah, I mean, they like Lane Johnson and uh, Brooks and Kelsey. Kelsey. So, they, yeah, I mean, that could just be like a replacement valve or a, a depth piece for like the next two years. Yeah. Uh, for the Eagles, I got them taking Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. I feel like he'll be a good um, safety guy trying to fill in the uh, Brian Dawkins role that he used to play at uh, um, Philly. The Philly. Yeah, they were uh, really downhill, really helped in the run game. Yeah, I think I've also been taking Gardner-Johnson. I don't know. It's, I don't, like I said, like, it's always good to have depth in the secondary. So I really, I really don't think – I mean, he's the best safety available. I just kind of think it's a good fit. And they're top listed with safety, and I think corner was down there too. So I, I could also see them going the corner route. So the Minneapolis Colts, uh, really good year last year. Will they be able to repeat their rookie sensation? They'll drive their drive – the top three picks – they're not in the top three. Yeah, top three were Quentin Nelson, Darius Leonard, Smith. You think they'll be able to recap that? Yes, and we're going to do that with Eric McCoy. Inside O-lineman? Inside O-lineman. They're going to keep on building another good guard to go along with Quentin Nelson because right now I think defenses know that they're either going to pull him or run to his side. Yeah, he's scared, man. Quentin Nelson in some way because he is so good. Yeah. Who do you got? I'm taking Jake here. I'm taking Grady Williams to help them in that secondary slot. They've been struggling back there for – a while now, and I feel like he could definitely help them out. Yeah, I saw Greedy Williams going here. I think it kind of really showed in the playoffs. They kind of got burned on the uh, the, the. I mean, they also played the Chiefs, but I think they kind of just got like it just they just looked lost in the secondary a little bit. And their upfront's really good. I don't really think they need to address that as much. But I think adding a, I'd say probably the most NFL ready corner in this class to a pretty. I mean, a pretty good secondary already would just help in the long run. Uh, 27, the Raiders' second pick. Who do you got to take in here, Herb? I have him taking Montez Sweat. No edge rusher, you know. That defense needs help. Their whole team needs help. Just add a good edge rusher. Recap, but you had him taking their first two All picks. Right. 
Wait, is that what picks, I had at 24, Josh Jacobs, and then number four, Kyler Murray. Okay, yep. So they get the – because I, I had him taking Josh Allen, and then we all had him taking Jacobs. And who did you have their first pick? I had him taking Quinn Williams. And then for the Here 27th there. pick, I had him taking Farrell. Just that uh, punch up the middle and off the edge. I feel like mm. um, Farrell could take uh, – that spot for Mac, not as good, but I mean, still get pressure off the edge. Yeah, so we all had him taking an edge rusher round, taking Josh Allen early. Here I have Byron Murphy corner from Washington. Uh, good, he'll be a good nickel corner, like a slot corner, I think, in his career. Kind of reminds me of like Bradley Roby, and obviously the Raiders need all the help they can get with their three picks that they so desperately decided they needed with Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper. So let's hope they can make some damage off that. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers. Another team that I don't really think really needs the pick that much, but who do you have slotted in here, Herm? Christian Wilkins, the lineman from Clemson. I think he's really going to help him. Uh, great player. Great yeah, player. It's, if, it, if they're just trying to get best available, I think it's a solid pick. I haven't taken Byron Murphy, a uh, quarterback from Washington, just give him more depth in the uh, secondary. Mm-hmm. I have taken Jordan Williams. Uh, I don't know. I, I was kind of – they, they took, uh, I'm trying to think, like four slamp and one other O-lineman that really haven't panned out as well as they thought they were uh, a year or two ago, maybe. So I think Jordan Williams is, I think he's NFL ready. I don't think he's the best in the class, but I think he's ready to go if he needs to start right away. And I think the Chargers could use that um, as Rivers is getting older. The Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes cannot win primetime game. Chiefs, who do you got on taking here, Herm? Greedy Williams, cornerback, LSU. That's it. Best no, available. no, no analysis. I mean, I, I, he's basically the best available. They need help at corner position. Yeah, they, their so. defense needs all the help they can get. Yep. Uh, for the Chiefs, I've been taking DeAndre Baker, cornerback uh, from Georgia. He's a uh, he's a press coverage corner, but I mean that secondary cannot stay man to man with the guy. So I yeah. feel like they could put him kind of on an island, but though, but not for the first year. He'll definitely work into that though. Yeah, I'm taking DeAndre Baker and also a couple primetime wins here. Uh, yeah, like I said, their defense is so bad. Like, I mean, I went to the Broncos-Chiefs game last year, and they were just getting torqued by Case Keenum. And it obviously showed in uh, the playoffs that Tom Brady threw his three-yard passes to victory. Um, hey. But got, but got bailed out on a tip that got, like, offsides or something because the guy lined up offsides. That guy's also no longer on the team, the Chiefs' best defensive player. RIP, um, 32nd defense to now the 32nd best again. Pick 30, the Packers' second pick that from the via the Saints, Marcus Davenport trade. Who do you got to the Packers here? No front. Tight end, Iowa. They need a help tight end position, but he's going to go up there and die. This, the yeah, I said, is this, trade, the real so. question is, is this tight end die in Green Bay? Yes. Because Hawkinson ain't. That's all I'm saying. No. Who do you have? But not Hawkinson, baby. Because the Packers suck. So for the – for my first pick, the 12th pick for the Packers, I haven't taken fan already. Um, the 30th pick, though, I haven't taken Nazir um, Adderley, uh, safety. He's going to have to fill in that ha-ha Clinton-Dix slot, and I feel like he can just do that, help him out a bit back there at safety. Yeah, I haven't taken uh, Dalton Risner here. Uh, they need not as much, uh, like, they're not, like, in super need of online help, I think, but Risner's really a player, can play uh, guard and tackle, and, I mean, just protect more Aaron Rodgers doesn't break his collarbone again. Um, we got two picks left here. The LA Rams kind of, eh, I, I don't really know. Who do you got him here taking? I think it's to be different for all of us, I feel like. Yeah. I got him taking uh, Rashawn Gary, Ed Rusher. Um, 
defense. Yeah, I don't. I don't really think their offense needs much. Yeah. Maybe like their O line, but I think they're pretty solid on offense. Yep, for um, the Rams, I have them taking Eric McCoy, O-lineman from Texas A&M, just to help them inside with Todd Gurley. I have Cleveland Farrell here because I don't think – I think he'll fall down this far, and I think they'll, he's a solid player. I think he'll – if you put him with, like, Aaron Donald and uh, Dante Fowler and Brockers, I think they'll, they'll find room for him on that defense. And then Jake Harris Patriots here at pick 32. Who do you got him taking here? Dexter Lawrence, they need help. That's it. They just need help. <laughs> yes. All right. Cool. Really this year, All right. Yeah, well, they're gonna they get. They lost Gronk. Gronk's their whole team. They're gonna. They're gonna get six wins this year. Remember. Tom Brady's retiring. Uh, Gronk already retired. It's good. It's a great year to be a Patriots fan. Yeah, I mean, you're guaranteed six wins. I mean, exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Who do you have to take? You're, gar- you're guaranteed a playoff berth because the rest of your conference sucks. Yeah. The yeah. next best team gets Dude, like eleven wins. I can wins. tell you, the you could take the worst team. From any conference, and they can have a shot in that conference. Yeah? Yeah. Pretty, I'm taking your JK. All right. For my Patriots, I got them taking uh, Jer- uh, Jerry Tiller, and interior D lineman, Notre Dame. They lost uh, a bunch of their uh, defensive tackles, so I feel like he'll fill that slot in there with uh, Danny Shell and Malcolm Brown all gone. So. And I'm taking Noah Fant here. Um, they were Gronk kind of replacement. Feel bad for Fan. He'll be wearing leg or he'll be wearing knee braces on both arms and both legs in like a matter of two weeks. Um, he'll play probably like seven games of the season. People will say he's the greatest of all time, and I'm just gonna look at the tweets and I'm gonna be like, "What are you talking about?" Because Travis Kelsey is the best tight end of the game the last three years, no doubt in my mind. But that is it. The 32 picks. Herm, I want to hear the Bears are not in the first round. I want to hear who you. What do you want the Bears to do? Since we didn't really get to address that. Well, the running backs in this draft class are pretty. Uh, I don't know though. For the for what the Bears need, I think they can they, find it. Okay, say you're in the third round. Say the only running back gone is Josh, Josh Jacobs. Who do you, who do you want them to take? If they had to pick a running back in that third round, if pick, they had to pick a running, back? like if they absolutely had to take a running back, and Jacobs is out of the question, you got like Montgomery, Sanders, Singletary, Boykin. You got that uh, Hill guy from Oklahoma State. Yeah, I think, I think what they would need. All right, I'll, 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 they I'll, could take David Montgomery. Okay, and why would you want to take that though? He's a power back. We're missing one now, but he's also quick. So, uh, Tariq Cohen is going to be our main back for the year, which scares me because he's like a hundred and twenty pound twig that can't get hit, and it scares me every time he runs in between the tackles. Yeah. Uh, Akeem Butler, sorry, Montgomery. David Akeem Montgomery. Butler, he's either in the third round. Yeah. I'm not watching the rest of the draft. David Montgomery can run in between the tackles and be fine. He kind of reminds me of a Jordan Howard, except I think he's a little better. Uh, you know, uh, he ran a lot at Iowa State and he put up great numbers. Do I think that'll fall to the third round? No. Yeah, I don't know. I think like a, I think like a Bills or something like a Dolphins yeah. could take him because I think. I think teams are realizing that he can be a workhorse right away. But then you also have Damian Harris in there who – That's true. The backup running back at Alabama still got carrying, you know. Yeah. All that stuff. But, I mean, Alabama builds football players. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. Because I, was it one – was it – there was one year – Kendon Drake. Richardson. Kendon, it was Kendon Drake was the backup for, I think, Mark Ingram. No, yeah. One for Mark Ingram. Well, was for uh, – I don't care. They all – they're all good But Kenny Drake players. was the backup yeah. and got drafted in the second round. Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't matter. Miles Sanders is in there. It, but I, I want them to get David Montgomery. Here's what I think. 
little bears, little bears insert here. So insert bears knowledge. They have Mike Davis who can run the power back, right? Okay. Yes. Tariq Cohen is going to catch the ball, make plays, play receiver, run the wheel routes. It's going to be sweet. Yeah. Fantasy top 20 finish, my guess. Yeah. Top 15 maybe. Okay. If they, I think they need to take a risk at the running back position, in my opinion. Hey, Devin Singletary. The dude can be Cream Hunt Jr. Basically, what I'm thinking. Yeah, a wife beater. Okay, we're not. It wasn't a wife beater. Sorry, a woman beater. Yeah, but okay, but the dude can do it all, I think. And if you can eventually make Cohen a receiver, which they could, yes. put Devin Singletary in there. I think Devin Singletary and Matt Aggie's offense would be amazing. All right, here's a little stat. Oh, right, give me some stats. The Bears are good at football. Matt Nagy's a great coach. Oh, Matt Nagy. You get a running back in there, he'll develop that running back to a grade A running back. That's true. That's you took saying. Kareem Hunt. Let him take a risk. Yeah. Take a risk on a dude that you think can eventually be a stud like Kareem Hunt. Exactly. All right. That's all we got for you guys today. Uh, thank you for listening again. Um, like I said, this will be both posted at the same time. You got Herm and Jake here on the show for good now. They are they signed their death contract. Or oh, you more facts? Mm, I was looking. I was looking at these guys on the drafts, right? Okay. Um, and so they have like these draft, like they have like red flags of people in here. Is my grandma there? No, I was just looking at them, and they have like the best that. Ah, yes, here it is, Jerry. Oh yes, <laughs> never mind. It's stupid. Cut this out. This is I won't cut this out. That was funny. Okay, so like I said, this well, – Okay, I'll get to the point. So I was okay. looking at the red flags, and one of the red flags is like – like I'm looking at one now, and it was like um, Jerry Tillerly was suspended for the Fiesta Bowl as a freshman due to unspecified violation. Team no, it's rules. him and then a bunch of the – that Notre Dame guy and a bunch yeah. of Clemson guys got violations. Yeah, they yeah. couldn't play and missed the, the championship. I mean, there's like another one, like – and it's all – yeah. Oh, here it is. It is – this is – like, okay, Jeffrey Simmons, red flags, 2016 assault incidents before arriving. Yeah, he's, a, he's been falling down a Hit lot. Hit a woman uh, repeatedly while she was engaged in a brawl with his sister. Whatever. I mean, I guess we should probably look at that, but you know what? Things to look out for, people. If you're in a room with Jeffrey Simmons, don't get in a fight with anybody. Sure. Okay, so that's Herm's um, pops. I, I don't know. You're like your legal look at... Football. Bust? Yes. Bust? Yeah, okay. So, um, like I said, these two have signed their death contracts. They'll be here for life. Um, these will probably be out sometime middle of the week. Yay. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, probably middle of the week. week. And then we're planning on live streaming the first round of the draft. Maybe tying into fantasy a little bit. What we think's going to happen, like, compared to blah, blah. Watch the Broncos brutally mess up on. Watch, like, Kyler Murray fall to the Patriots at 32 or something wow. stupid like that. But like I said, thank you for listening. We just rambled on for like four extra minutes, but I will see you next time.